Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's show. Uh, I always get excited when I hear my introduction. I believe it's because I lived that story where there was uh, always so much stress in my life. I was striving um, for achievement. I had, and I've always been a goal setter and not necessarily a formal, like write down your goals, but always had um, something in my mind that I wanted to achieve. And part of the challenging energy of that, and I will you know, dive into this uh, today, but part of the challenging energy, at least for me, coming from an achievement-oriented energy was that was uh, built out of a, a feeling of lack, that I wasn't smart enough, I wasn't good enough, and if I could just get to this next level, then everything would be better, then I would be happier, then I would be smarter, then I would be all of these things. And so what I want to share with you today um, and talk about why I think setting SMART goals is wrong. And so for those of you who have set SMART goals, my intention is not to, uh, uh, well, maybe it is to challenge, it's to challenge you, it's not to insult you, but it definitely is to challenge you in the way that perhaps maybe you're setting goals. Now, after this episode, my hope, my intention is you either know that the smart way to setting goals for you is perfect and it works awesome and you're committed to doing that, or you realize that you're not meant to set smart goals, although you are meant to set a goal or intention, but just not in the way that perhaps maybe we've been taught. And so the first question I have for you as we explore this uh, new way of setting goals is, well, number one, do you actually set goals? Or do you not set goals because you don't meet goals or that's too overwhelming or, and then insert whatever story that you have. And so part of what I want to share with you today when we're talking about the challenge with setting SMART goals, um, I want to offer you a paradigm shift and introduce to you a new way to set goals based on uh, integrating sacred love, uh, sacred commerce, uh, based on balancing your divine feminine and, and a divine masculine way of being, and also a new way of setting intentions. I want to challenge you on the paradigms like reverse engineering, your, uh, reverse engineering your goals, or that everything in business has to have a tangible ROI, a return on investment. What if there was a different way? What if there's a different way where you could tap into your innate wisdom of both your divine masculine and feminine energies within you and align your goals with your values and then transcend the confines of conventional goal setting. That is my intention today, is to really uh, make this, um, like as we this paradigm shift, I think that setting intentions or setting goals, whatever word resonates with you is important. Uh, we won't know where we're going unless we set an intention. Imagine if you got into your vehicle and you wanted to go on a road trip and you knew you wanted to have an epic experience on this road trip. 
So you got in your vehicle and you turned your car on and you sat there because you wanted to go on an epic road trip. Where are you going to go? If you have no goal other than it wanted to be epic, and I'm, I'm all about epic, right? And so you want to have this epic road trip. You need to decide where you want to go. You don't need to decide in the first moment of time how you're going to get there, which is why a lot of people don't set goals. But you need, do need to decide where you want to go. So as you step into your vehicle, what we call life, um, where do you want to go? And so that's this first intention, this first paradigm shift for some of you who don't set goals for whatever reason why you don't set goals. And and maybe that's another conversation we can have another day is the reason maybe why you don't set goals. But just imagine it, just use the just use the example of you're getting in your vehicle. You always have a destination, don't you? With that you get into you don't just get into your vehicle to hang out. I guess maybe if it's really hot and you don't have air conditioning, you might just sit in your vehicle with air conditioning. I don't know. But typically we don't. Typically we get in our vehicle for a purpose. We have an intention. We have a goal. And so for me, goal setting is kind of like that, making the decision of where I want to go. So as we challenge this new way of thinking, as we challenge this paradigm of how to set goals, that smart goals are the the best way and that we're going to reverse engineer As I start to challenge this with you uh, and for you, think about, I guess, the first piece is, where do you want to go? You're in your vehicle. Um, Do you want to go to the grocery store? Uh, Do you want to go, you know, to a different city? Uh, Do you want to go to a different country? What does that look like for you? And this is so very important. You know, regardless of um, what... Uh, spiritual book we follow, what personal development we follow, what mentor we follow. Anytime someone talks about manifesting or creating, the first step is always the visualization piece, always the imagination piece. It's the, it is the destination. It's about thinking about what the destination is. What does it look like and what does it feel like? Now, my challenge with the smart way of setting goals is it's so specific, it's measurable, it's meant to be attainable, um, it uh, it needs to be, oh, I always forget the R. So those of you set SMART goals, you know, and then it needs to be traceable. And so what if, what if that was a way of setting goals and it was based in what I would just refer to as the patriarchal energy. It's based in this achievement-oriented, you have to hunt things down, you have to chase things down, and that kind of energy. Can you imagine if you could uh, set a goal and set an intention that made you feel really, I don't know, juicy, really sexy, really passionate, really purposeful, really empowered, really powerful, Versus setting the SMART goal. So if we look at the, the, the S of SMART goals, the specific, the specificness, the specificity. Oh my goodness, I am having a hard time talking today, folks. The specificity of it. Some people, and um, in human design, they talk about uh, some people when setting intentions or goals, they need to set uh, a specific goal. It needs to be uh, uh, really like know all the colors, uh, know what everything looks like. But some of us in human design, and I'm, I'm, those of you not watching me on TV, like myself, 
I'm a reflector. And so I'm not um, destined, or I'm not supposed to, let me not use destined. I'm not supposed to set a specific goal. Now, not, it doesn't really have anything to do with being a reflector, but it has part to do with my human design chart. And I'm not an expert in human design. We have so many um, experts here. In fact, Jennifer uh, Kramer-Lewis here on Inspired Choices Network. Uh, she is amazing at human design. It's one of her many superpowers. But for myself, what I know is that I'm not meant to set something as, uh, as specific. What I meant to do here on Earth, what my purpose here, actually, one of my superpowers is to see patterns um, that create pain in people's lives and help the people transform that pain into alignment of purpose. Um, and the way that I do that is I translate my personal experiences into powerful stories that teaches and gives direction to people that can uh, transmute their pain into their power. And so I can have a purpose. That's my purpose. That's actually um, in my human design chart. It's that's my purpose. And so if my goal is that, now that doesn't sound very smart setting goal, is it? To follow my purpose in that way. And so for me, the challenge with being specific is if I knew how to do that or knew the specific the part of it, I would already be doing it. Now, for some of you, setting a specific financial goal or setting like, I want my house to look like this, this is what the cupboards are going to look like, this is what the carpet looks like. That will just make you feel so good. And for others, it doesn't. It feels really, really limiting. So what instead of deciding specifically what that looked like, whether it be like a, a, a car, um, a house, uh, a financial goal, and I'm not saying any of those are bad. Please hear what I'm saying. That doesn't resonate with everybody. And if you're listening to this, by this time, it probably doesn't resonate with you. So instead, what if you decided how you wanted to feel? So if I think about my life and this is my purpose, how do I want to feel in that? I want to feel passionate. I want to feel powerful. I want to feel magical. I want to feel that I'm in alignment. I want to feel connected. I want to feel creative. That's how I want to feel. So when I'm setting a goal, the last thing I do is set something specific. I start with this idea of how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel in my body? How do I want to feel about my life? How do I want to feel about all areas of my life, not just in business? And I make a list of that. I make a list of, hey, this is how I want to feel. Once I understand how I want to feel, I will look at my purpose. Now, even if you uh, um, aren't into human design and you're aware of your purpose, and I think a lot of us intuitively are, we just might resist it because we might think our purpose actually has to do with what we do in life, which it doesn't. Your purpose does not have to be what you do for a career. So uh, if we're going back to this, let me step back uh, for a moment. If you're setting uh, an intention or a goal in your life, it might be in business, it might be a career or a profession, or it might be health and wellness or whatever it is. Start with how do you want to feel? And then you can think about, you know, what do you want your life to look like? Can you see something specific? So here you might want to bring in something, uh, something that's a bit more specific. Once you decide how it is that you want to feel, 
then you can start aligning yourself with inspired action. Then you can start making this movement towards what I refer to as inspired action, but not before, right? And not before. What I have found is when people who are setting SMART goals that it doesn't fit. So people who are setting SMART goals and that doesn't fit. What ends up happening is they feel um, overworked, overstressed, overwhelmed because um, there's a chasing energy to it. It comes from, for some people, the smart way of setting goals comes from a place of lack. I don't have this and this is what I want. So because I don't have this, this is what I'm going to go for. But what ha- would happen if you didn't look at what you don't have um, and look at what it is that you do want to create? What if you looked at it just, just the, it's, it is a two millimeter shift. I know when I set goals based upon a financial gain, and there's nothing wrong with that. I know for me, when I did that, I chased the money. And notice what happens when you chase stuff, you never catch it. Look up the word chase. When you chase something, when you pursue something, you actually never catch it. It's, um, have you ever seen, uh, I've never been to like a dog race, but I've seen them on TV, right? Where there's like the, the, the little rabbit tail or whatever, fox tail and on, on, um, on a rod. And it's just stays ahead of the dogs that are racing. That's what setting smart goals feels like to me. Never quite get there. I can see the end. I can see what could absolutely has a possibility happening, but I never felt that I achieved it or got there. And every time when I set a SMART goal, I'm only sharing my personal experience, but every time I set a SMART goal and I got somewhere close to it, um, or maybe even there was one time that I achieved a goal of reaching over a million dollars of sales in in the Curves franchises that I owned. And afterwards I cried, right? I had a great celebratory drink with my mom, who was the bookkeeper as I'm in partnership with her and my dad. And found out that we had just made a million dollars. I got off the phone and I started to bawl Um, because I realized that I've been chasing something and I thought I would feel differently when I got there, when I achieved the goal. And I didn't. I felt the same. Anybody else have that? When you're chasing your dreams, you're chasing your goal and you get there and you're like, shit, is this all there is? I thought it would be so much more epic. When you create what I call, and this is actually from Danielle Laporte's desire map, this is how this all started for me, was when I realized that I was so out of touch with my feelings about what I desired, it was so difficult for me to visualize and to imagine, which by the way, is the first step in creating and manifesting. I couldn't do it because I was so disconnected from myself, so disconnected from my heart, so from my my soul, my spirit, my body, so disconnected from divine, I could not actually set a goal if my life depended upon it. And I'm going to share with you how I discovered that the connection between what I desire, how it's connected to how I want to feel about my life. I'm going to share a story when we get back to uh, back from break. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. My name is Ranchelle. We're on Inspired Choices Network, and the show that you're on is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Thanks. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue. 
something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchell Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. Excuse me, I have a little bit of a frog in my throat. So before the break, I was sharing with you um, that I wanted to share with you, pardon me, a story about how I figured out my feelings, my emotions, what I, what I wanted to create depended on how I felt versus the smart way of setting goals. For the longest time, I actually set um, smart goals. And although I didn't resonate with it, I, I knew how important goal setting was. And so um, years ago, I think it was like five or six years ago now, I was uh, seeing an amazing therapist here in Red Deer, Alberta. So for those of you who you know, are listening, if you're looking for a therapist, hit me up. Um, I have a few uh, connections. And so I was talking to my therapist and she was asking me about how I felt about something. And I said to her, well, I don't know. I feel good, I guess. And she said, well, like specifically, what kind of emotion are you feeling? And I, you know, paused and said, you know, I, I don't know, like really good, bad, you know, indifferent. And I said to her, really, how many emotions are there? How many feelings are there? And she paused and I think she said something like, I don't know, five or 600, 700 types of feelings. And I was like, what? Like, no way. And she recommended that I read uh, the book, The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte. And so I, you know, I picked it up um, right away. We have a local chapters. So I went to chapters and picked it up and I started to read. And uh, in it, when Danielle is talking about goal setting, she's actually the one who really got me turned on about talking about how one feels, how we want to feel in our life. And in the workbook, it gives you a list of, I think, 225, like positive feelings or emotions. I was stunned because I really felt like I had access to five of them. <laughs> so when I realized there was a whole bunch of descriptive words to explain how I felt, it was a game changer. 
And so what I started to see was how I held myself back for so many years, unable to, unwilling to feel anything more than this surface level. Um, I was really striving for, and I'm used striving because it was it was hard. It felt hard uh, to create peace and prosperity in my life, and my life was anything but uh, peaceful and anything but prosperous. And so, as I started to unfold, that had nothing to do with how much I could do. I'm a doer. Any doers out there? I'm a doer, and and my success my prosperity, my peacefulness, my abundance, my pleasure, my epic life had less to do with the doingness of who I was doing and more to do with how I needed to be. And how I needed to be was defined by how I wanted to feel, how I wanted my life to feel like, uh, how I want my life to look like. But it really starts with how do you want your life to feel like, right? So for my visual learners, you might want to say, how does it look like? And you might get to those feeling words through the use of some visual words. It was a game changer. And I promise you, if you take a moment right now and think about how you want to feel, what would your epic life look like? Like notice um, that it, has nothing to do necessarily, even like an epic business may have less to do with a specific number or specific revenue than what you realize. Now, for some of you, it will have something to do with the revenue and there's nothing wrong with that. I just always want people to be clear. I am not saying that the way that you're doing things is wrong. What I am suggesting is if you're not happy with your results, perhaps maybe you'd be open to the possibility that there's a different way to do things than what you've been doing. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So how can you expect different results if you, the person who created the challenges and the obstacles, you are the creator of your life. How can you expect it to be different, your outcomes to be different, your results to be different, your environment to be different, if you're not willing to do something different? And so what I'm suggesting in goal setting is that we throw out the smart way of setting goals and we look at this new way of creating goals, this new way of manifesting goals, this new relationship with goals. Then we talk about measurable. Years ago, and one of my um, business coaches, we were talking about as a coach or consultant, how do you set your prices? And I was told not by one, but by many uh, very successful coaches that the way that they set their goals or the way that they suggested, I can't say they set their goals like this, but their suggested way of setting goals was to take a look at the income that we wanted to earn. And so what kind of revenue do you want to earn? And then reverse engineer based on your revenue, uh, what you should charge for your prices. And so the way you have to do, are you doing one-to-one coaching? Are you doing, uh, you know, group coaching? Is it master classes? Are you teaching? Like, is it workshops? Is it seminars? There's, there's other points to this. But the biggest point that I took away from it was to reverse engineer that way. 
And so, and I did that. I thought, okay, this is how much money I want to, to make in my company. And I do one-to-one coaching. At that time, I didn't do, um, I didn't have my morning uh, pathway to success group. So it was just mostly one-to-one coaching. I would do little things where I would train on something, what I call the profit formula or, um, you know, training on sales, uh, sales versus service and what that looks like. So different training programs, but my biggest um, revenue generator was one-to-one coaching. And so what I was told to do is like to reverse engineer this. And I did. And I, and the the next piece they did, they absolutely said, you need to ensure that you're creating enough value for your clients that you can justify the price, which is the second paradigm that I want to share um, is has to do with value, not, and not the value that you offer your clients. I, I believe, I believe in that statement is that if you're, whatever you're charging a price, you need to create that value, right? Otherwise your clients, your potential clients won't be able to see, like, it's kind of that question, like, what am I paying for? Right. And so that's important. But one of the other pieces, the other paradigm that I want to shift here is I was told if I valued myself and I loved myself and I had all of this self-confidence, which years ago I was lacking in some of those areas. That once I established how much I loved myself and how much value, then I would I would charge more for my services. And that is bullshit. That is bullshit. And I say that because I'm more in love with myself. I have more self-confidence than I've ever had before in my life. And I set goals so much differently. I don't, I don't base it on that old methodology of how much money do I want to make this year? What are my products and services without a price? And then reverse engineering it and saying, okay, this is how much I'm going to charge. Instead, rather than that measurable way of doing things, and I think it's important, I do, I have a revenue goal. So I'm not saying throw your revenue goal away, right? But what I'm saying is when you're approaching your revenue goal, let go of the old paradigm of if you love yourself and you have enough value, you're going to charge X amount of dollars. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit has nothing to do with that. What does it have to do? Okay, I want you to take a moment because I know this is going to rock some people's world. Your business has an energy to it, just like you. Everything that we create, we manifest. Everything that we see, every experience that we have has an energy to it. So my mic, it looks like it's solid, But if you looked at it through a quantum physics microscope, you would see it was just energy. My words that I speak have an energy to it. There's a vibration to my words, right? Our businesses are the same. There is a vibration to our businesses. Our businesses are an entity. Whatever your business is called, it has a name. And there's energy to your name. My show, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, has an energy to it. One of my businesses, Ignite Your Success Coaching and Consulting, has an energy to it. My other business, Sacred Art of Business Academy, has an energy to it. There's there's energy behind the words. What if, rather than your brain deciding how much revenue you should, quote-unquote, manifest, create, make, achieve, whatever word you want. What if instead you asked your business, 
What if instead you had a conversation with your business and you asked the divine in you, because we're all connected to divine source energy, and you connected to the divine energy of your business, and you asked your business how much revenue it desired to make. What if you did that? I can feel, I can feel a few of you going, uh, what the fuck? What are you talking about? I get that. It's a different way. So it might be specific. It might be measurable, but it's a different way to show up. It's a different way. The way that I was doing with my mentors, that was a head decision. It was a head decision. It wasn't based in love. It wasn't based in sacred commerce. It wasn't based in sacredness at all. It was based in approving energy. I value myself so much. I love myself so much. I'm going to charge this. What if you could do it differently? What if you loved yourself enough that you had a conversation with your divine self and your divine business and you said, okay, here's my intention. Here's my goal. Here's my purpose. Help me live my life on purpose. Help me build an epic life. What kind of revenue, So, since I'm not saying throw your revenue goals up, what kind of revenue would you like to see be created? What kind of revenue business would you like to create and manifest? And when you ask that question and you follow your intuition, the answer you get will surprise you. Now, I've had some clients when they did it specifically for, I have this product to sell, the service to sell, and how much should I charge for it? Their brain said one thing and their business said another thing. Sometimes the business asks more money and sometimes the business asks less money. I can't wait to share a story with you about my morning uh, pathway to success and how I initially started um, with it and, and where it's at right now. So let's go to our second break. Thank you so much whether you're listening to me live or listening to the recording. I appreciate your time. And my name is Ranchelle and we're on Inspired Choices Network and the show of course is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So before we went to break, I was sharing with you how I believe that your business has an energy to it and it has a connection to divine source, just like you have a connection to your business and you're connected. Actually, my belief is that you are divine source energy. So, of course, we're connected. And what if you, rather than made a head decision about your products and services and what you should charge, but instead you tapped into not only your divine self, your intuition, your soul, but you also tapped into the soul of the business and allowed the business to direct you on A, what kind of revenue I want to create, what kind of products or services wanted to be created from it, what kind of experience it wanted, and you left your head out of it. It feels so different. So the story I have is when I first started um, the Pathway to Success call, which was oh, three years ago next month. So I've been channeling messages uh, to my clients in the morning uh, morning call. Um, we meet pretty much seven days a week and we have for the last 895 days. And I, I am given divine inspired messages to share. And it's all over the map. It has to do with business, profession, um, health and health and fitness mindset shadow work i mean it is kind of all over the map so whatever the group comes the collective comes together i'm guided to share a message and when i first started doing this i was charging 995 dollars a month for that um last year at the end of last year uh, I was guided to stop promoting it and just uh, show up as I was showing up with the clients that I had. And I was told through a meditation shared, I heard that the new way for me to, uh, to, to create a marketing plan, right, to, to create the strategy around it, a new pricing structure, a new way would unfold. And as that started happening, the 15-minute calls because that's what they used to be. All of a sudden were 20 minutes, 25 minutes. They were 30 minutes. So they, they increased uh, in length. And as I was being guided to change the, the whole structure of, of the calls, even how I was showing up in about February, I think it's June, February, March um, of this year, I was guided to offer it at $888 a year. I got to tell you that the conversation I had with my divine was like, what? <laughs> I went from that, actually more than that, a month to uh, right now. And it's a right now thing because I know it's not permanent, but to charging $888 a year. I wouldn't have set that price, but I was clearly shown that I wasn't meant to uh, set it any other way. I was being clearly shown around um, last year's time that there's a new way of being in business. I was being shown that the smart way of, uh, of showing up 
the, the, the um, not the smart way, the smart way of setting goals, that there was a new, a new shift to happen. So I followed, I followed that. I started to see that the bullshit of if I value myself, I'm going to charge more. It has nothing to do. It's separate. It's separate. Now, it always, it hasn't always been separate. Like, let me be clear. I certainly have struggled with my personal value and my personal worthiness. That has been a thing. And I sometimes still struggle with it. But what I started to see was all of the, um, all of these people in, in my industry, in the coaching industry, like, uh, you need to charge what you're worth and you need to charge what you, what your, your value. And on one, I, on one hand, I heard what they were saying. On the other hand, I felt what was going on and the mis, the, the misleading, the misdirection of why are you connecting the two of value and what we charge? It's bullshit. Stop charging based on your value. I hope you can, I'm so passionate about it. I hope you can feel, yes, value yourself, honor yourself, uh, you know, uh, create a system, uh, a structure, uh, your own program so that you understand how powerful you are, how amazing you are. But how amazing you are should have nothing to do with how much you charge. It should have nothing to, it is a separate thing. What if instead, of you charging what you're valued. I mean, seriously, if that was the case, we should all be charging a million dollars an hour, a million dollars an hour, a million dollars an hour. If that was the case, truly, if we were charging what we were valued and when, how do you actually, actually, how do you charge your value? How do you do that? That is the most ridiculous, like, I don't know, conundrum to, to find yourself in. And what I really want people to see is it's separate. It's not, it's not meant, it's not meant to be bunched together. And we're being misled. And, and, and the people who are, are saying that, uh, some of them are my friends, some of them are my past mentors. And I say it with so much love and, and, and respect. It's my way is not the right way. It's just a different way. It's just a different way to look at it. And but what if, what if this way resonated with you more? So what you charge has nothing to do with your value because what, so what happens if you don't have, if you have value and worthiness challenges, what happens? You don't charge very much. That, I mean, that's what happens. You, you end up charging less or you overcharge. Um, that's a, a terms of discernment, not in judgment, or, or you overcharge and you're struggling with your personal value and your worthiness. And so you don't, you don't actually deliver what you promised because there's an internal struggle of what you're charging because somebody told you to charge what you thought you were worth and actually what's going on. See how that's kind of fucked up. So the paradigm shift, what I'm suggesting is this paradigm shift is keep it separate. Absolutely work on your worthiness and your value. I think that's something that I work uh, consistently on, right? Getting myself a comparison Right, in, um, ensuring that I don't I don't suffer from imposter syndrome, but the two are separate. So when we're talking about this smart way of setting goals and this new paradigm shift that I'm suggesting. It is connected to how do you want to feel in your life and how do you want to feel in your business or any area of your life. So in the smart way of setting goals, it talks about being attainable, and you know what I I um, see. 
the value, you know, in setting attainable goals. And there's a challenge though with that is your attainable is so much lower than what divine wants for you. And we have to meet kind of, we have to meet in the middle somewhere, right? We have to meet somewhere in the middle because if you set, let's say you're making, I don't know, $90,000 a year and you decide that 2024, you're going to create a million dollars and you go into, yeah, but I'm going to make a million dollars next year. Yeah, but da, 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 da. And if you can't reconcile the yeah, buts, I mean, that's where the gold is. Your, your beliefs are in the yeah, buts. If you, if you don't have the ability, um, the skill set at that moment in time to reconcile that, then you actually won't achieve, you won't pursue, you won't create or manifest the million dollars because there's a part of you that believes it's not possible. So that's why I understand the attainable part. But the other piece of, if you talk about how you feel, if you go into your feelings, how you want your life to look like and feel like, and then you tap into divine source energy about what in your business, what should this revenue goal look like? Because you're asking the divine in you, the divine energy within your business, what that revenue goal is. Everything that we need, we have access to. Everything is in the formless substance, ready to take shape in the form. And it depends on the stories that you tell yourself. So you'll need to create some new stories in order for you to create and manifest. And so if you're thinking about attainable, attainable um, for you might feel kind of boring. Uh, it that there's uh, feelings behind that. Now, again, I'm not saying setting attainable attainable goals is incorrect, but I am saying that this the way that the smart goals were set is from an old way of doing business, an old patriarchal way of doing business. And the suggestion is that we show up with the balance of divine feminine and the and the balance of divine masculine. So, what does that look like? It looks like imagining what you want your life to be, attaching emotions to it. That means tapping into your business or your profession and asking of it what it would like to create or manifest. It means on a daily basis, tapping into your business and saying, what would you like to create today? Where are we playing today? What are we doing today? And then the the divine masculine is about taking inspired action. There's a difference between taking action to take action, so being busy to, to be busy, or being productive, right? Even taking that a step further is taking action or taking inspired action. Inspired action feels different. Action, in my world at least, feels like, oh, you have to go do this. You better go do this. You should go do this. You must go do this. You could have done this. Oh, you messed up on this. Oh, do, 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 you suck. Do, 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 oh, you suck. That's what action feels like in my world. When I tap into inspired action, which is my divine masculine, it feels like this. Yeah, baby. Go try that. Let's play over there. Ooh, that might be kind of fun. Oh, look at that. That was an epic failure. Look, you tried to create that marketing strategy and that didn't work. All right, what's next? So inspired action feels different. 
for me, I hear things, right? I, it's a knowing, a sense that I have. And so for me, tapping into that divine masculine is this encouraging energy, this like, go for it energy, this, you can't fuck this up, Ramshell energy. It is really inspiring. It really is an inspiring, encouraging, courageous, brave energy. Instead of this, you have to go do this, or you totally sucked at that. That is my, that is my action energy versus inspired action. So for you, how would inspired action feel like for you? Would you feel it in your body? Would you feel it in your heart as I'm touching my heart? Would you feel it in your guts? Would your third eye be talking to you? Would your crown chakra light up? Would you feel the energy in the body? Would it feel like you had to move? Because sometimes we move energy by moving. Sometimes we move energy by burping. I move energy by yawning and burping. So if I'm yawning and burping, I'm like, ooh, there's some gold there. I'm moving some energy. What are we doing now? And so that feels so much, so much different. So important. All right. In our last um, section here, um, after our break, I'm just going to spend a few quick moments uh, talking about uh, tracking. It's important to track your to, to track your goals. It is, and I'm going to talk about how we all do that from an inspired an inspired place versus tracking things from a lack place. Again, thank you so much, whether you're here with me live or you're listening to the recording afterwards. My name is Ranshala. We're on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So um, there's been a couple paradigm shifts here today. And so if you haven't heard um, and you're just tuning in, I'm really going to encourage you to go back and listen to the beginning because we're shifting a few things. Uh, for example, the last paradigm shift was your value has nothing to do with what you charge and don't confuse the two. They're two separate things. Uh, in the smart, uh, the smart way of setting goals, we have the T, right, which is basically to, uh, to track. I think it's really important that you track where you're at, track the direction you're going. And the reason being is if you don't know um, where you are in, in relation to the intention that you set, how will you know that you need a course correct? You won't know it, uh, that you need a course correct. You know, when my kids were, oh, I think 14 and 13, 
we were talking about goal setting and I remember telling them that how I was a goal setter and my experience with their father was that he didn't set goals or if he did, we didn't set goals as a couple. And so I was talking about goal setting and then I believed that everything is attainable um, if one sets a goal. And so, you know, I was sharing with the kids that one of the great things about checking in on the goal on a regular basis is that if you're if you're going the wrong direction, right, if you're following, you're off the path, it's easy to make small course corrections than if you wait until a month before <laughs> and you realize, oh, like I'm 600 miles from where I want to be. Um, it reminds me actually of hearing this story about if a plane is one degree off when it flies and it continues to be one degree off, it literally can be in a different continent. And that's kind of what goal setting is. So it's so important for you to, to track. Now, everyone will track their goals in a different way. Uh, what's most important is it's done in a consistent, it's done consistently because it's easier to make a two millimeter shift than a 200 millimeter shift. And they're um, in this, the paradigm shift that's required here for you is to stop judging yourself, whether you're not, you're off track or you're on track because you're always on track. So that's the paradigm. You're always on track. You're never off track. You're always on track. You might need to adjust the course, but you're always on track. Nothing happens to you and everything happens for you. Now think about that. Nothing happens to you and everything happens for you. Now, if you're struggling with setting goals or I've maybe triggered something in our time together, I highly encourage you to reach out to me. I also have a gift for you. And so if you go to quantumleapnow.ca backslash clarity, confidence, connection, that was uh, part of a summit. And this is one of the gifts I gave away at the summit. Um, so quantumleapnow.ca backslash Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, you're going to receive a, a Pathway to Prosperity guidebook. Talks a little bit about what we talked about, but it talks a lot about prosperity and a new way for you to look. Uh, we didn't really get a chance to talk about sacred commerce today. Uh, certainly, I will do that in the next few shows. And more than likely next week, because next week's show is talking about redefining sales beyond the service paradigm. So I'm here to bust through paradigms over the summertime. And that's one of them, that it's not about service. It's actually about sales. And if you have a problem or challenge with the word sales, certainly we have the opportunity to reframe that because words are important and words do hold an energy. But there's also an energy to be in service or in servitude. And depending on where you're at in your life and your paradigms, being of service might not be actually serving you. It might be the biggest detriment and another bullshit story that we bought into as coaches and consultants, because so many coaches and consultants are uncomfortable with sales and selling. So if you are, have a business and you don't love to sell, actually, even if you love to sell, I'd love for you to come and check out next week's show. And then I will also talk about, because I didn't get a chance to talk about sacred commerce. So I'm going to bring sacred commerce into, which makes perfect sense, into this sales conversation. So as we're wrapping up today, here's some thought-provoking questions for you. A, how do you want to feel about your life? Think about some of those words. Now, if you struggle with words, 
uh, Google Daniela Port's Desire Map. It's a great, it's a, um, it's, it's a great resource. Or just Google um, emotions and feeling words. You will receive a whole bunch of emotions and feeling words. Uh, you could use chat GPT if you really wanted to. You could ask chat to come up with 125 positive emotions or positive words. If you like chat, that might be some something fun. So think about, as I said, how do you want to feel? Next, you can decide in order for you to feel that way, who do you need to be? Not what do you need to do? Who do you need to be? Do you need to be courageous? Do you need to be brave? Do you need to be settled? Do you need to be peaceful? Do you need to be serene? Do you need to be relaxed? Do you need to be chilled? Do you need to be powerful? Do you need to be empowered? Who do you need to be? So how do you want to feel? Who do you need to be? And then, and only then, do you ask divine source energy to guide you in inspired action. And so then you ask for inspired action. The second part of this was to talk to your business, whether you have a profession, a career, or you're an entrepreneur like me, talk to your business, ask your business what it wants to create. You will be stunned, stunned at what your business wants to create. Ask your business, what does it want to charge for your products and services? Ask your business, how much money or revenue do you want to create this year? Ask your business, how many connections do you want? How many clients do you want? What would make it good for you? What would make it fun for you? What would be valuable for you? Talk to your business because I can tell you something, your business is unconsciously and subconsciously directing you based on your own personal beliefs and based on your limiting beliefs. So the conversation is already happening behind your back. So you might as well bring it up front, sit down beside it, grab yourself a tea, a coffee, a glass of water, a glass of wine, whatever that looks like for you, and have this really amazing, intimate conversation about what your business wants. Because your business is so powerful, just like you. The energy behind everything is directing you. And then you can take that formless substance in the quantum ethers and you can create something amazing because you have the support of your business because your business is going to help bust through your limiting beliefs. That is another paradigm shift for you to think about. Your business will help you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.